Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Got my fucking guy in the building, man. The legend. Film it, Nate. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing great, bro. Really happy to have you in here, man. Great to to see you. It's been a while since I've seen you. You're fucking killing it. Inspiring me daily. happy to have you here bro bro thank you for having me i want to say that first and foremost man like um we've been trying to do this for some time now and and schedules and stuff like that but i'm happy we get to take the time to sit down and have a real conversation um the first time we met you know we got we had some good chats and so i'm excited to, to dig into the podcast and i've been a fan of what you've been doing for a while so yeah i'm really happy to be here bro likewise bro something about you that i always fucked with is that you're a worker man like <laughs> you just mentioned the schedules and shit when i see someone working I'm always happy. Right. You know, if we can't line up a schedule because you're working, bro, that's fire. Like, <laughs> that means it's positive, you yeah. know? Yeah, honestly, it's so important for me to not necessarily stay busy, but to be invested in the work that you're doing and the place you want to go. Um, for me, it's when I set my mind to something, I obsess over it. You know what I mean? And so, and that's how I've been for a young from a young age. And so... It's one of those things that, like, I'm always head down working on what I'm trying to build. Um, And I always look to the future and figure out the steps to get there. I work it back, right? And so, yeah, always working is a real thing, man. Like, I wake up, I'm I'm working. When I go to bed, I'm thinking about how I can map things for the future um, and what I'm going to be doing the next day and these kinds of things. So, yeah, it's not one of those things where it's a cliche. Like, I actually live that, you know what I mean? And, of course, it's important to take time to rest and relax and stuff like that as well. But when I'm on top of things, it's it's go time, you know? 100%, man. And, I mean, you, I could tell from the work you put out, you really enjoy what you do. You love what you do. So I think you have to. I think you absolutely right? have to love what you do. Um, there's no point in doing something if you don't love it. You truly have to embody and embrace what you do or else you may just be doing it for monetary value or clout, but you may not get where you want to be in life. And you may feel like um, unfulfilled when you do get what you think you're going to get out of what you're doing. So I think it's a big a big part of uh, life to enjoy what you do. And not a lot of people get that luxury. You know, sometimes you're in circumstances where you have to try to maybe hunker down and work a job that you may not love but um if you have a passion outside of that pour pour it all into that man it's so important um and that's you'll get the best results too is is loving what you do yeah absolutely right bro i completely agree and you know what we mentioned before the interview that you said this was kind of your first time uh, doing that full-length interview so i do want to learn how you even got into the game you're filming nate bro how did you pick up a camera in the first place tell us the origin story yeah i got you so it actually didn't start with a camera. It started with stapling five pieces of paper together and creating storybooks when I was in, like, kindergarten. Bro. No way. Yeah, that's how it started. Um, in the first grade, my teacher, Miss Richardson, she uh, she put me in something called the author's chair. It was, like, this seat in class, and I got to read my book to the class, and that really sparked my confidence as a storyteller. Um From there, I think she got my book in, like, one of the libraries at the school, which is literally it's five pieces of paper, but... As a six-year-old, that's such, like, a huge thing. It's like, yo, my book is in the school library. From there, um, I got inspired by early YouTube, 
right? So like Nigahiga, those skits and stuff those guys used to do back then. I thought it was such a cool thing that somebody can take their dad's camcorder, for example, put it on a tripod and just act with their friends and make a dope at the time, like film, right? It was yep. like an indie film, but it really just is YouTube, which is super common now. But back then it was new, right? It was so new. And so I was inspired by that. And I wanted to do it. Um, my homies who actually did have a camera, they're like, nah, like we're not really trying to do that, you know? And so I saved up my money, bro. I saved up my birthday money and Christmas money and copped an open box camera uh, from Best Buy. I still have the camera, still have the box. It was like $89. Um, and yeah, that was the first camera I started shooting. I was a Samsung point and shoot. I'd get my cousins and my friends to like, just come and just act in my little skits that I put together. And it was dope because you can hit pause and play while you're recording. Okay. So it's almost like you're live editing. So I'd be like, yo, if I just had to film myself, I'll be on this side, I'll film it. And then I'll go to like pause it, run to this side and, and kind of play two roles. And so that was a cool thing. And that kind of sparked my interest on the film side of things. Right. Got you. Um, from there, uh, I, I, uh, I took every single, literally every single media and film course I could in high school to kind of just verse my mind around it. And when I stepped in that class and seen, you know, the Mac computers and different cameras and stuff and, and all that, that's where I was like, whoa, like this, this is like a really sick industry. Because prior to that, all I knew was YouTube, right? right. And um, I had the decision when I was going to university, well, when I decided what I wanted to do for post-secondary, whether I wanted to go to university, or film school, decided to go for, to university for business, right? Um, instead of going for film, because I figured I could teach myself the filmmaking. And um, when I got in school, um, I clicked up with some homies that were making music, and I had a, a pretty long run, which a lot of some people may know if they knew me before I had the moniker Film at Nate. Okay. So I, I was making music all the way up. I still do, but um, releasing all the way up until 2020, 2021, I think, 2022, thereabout. Um, and I would always direct my own videos, make my own snippets, all that kind of stuff. And so it. The filmmaking, which was my first love, stayed with me, right? And um, COVID hit. I was uninspired when it came because I was just in my room, four walls. I was uninspired to make music. Um, and at the time, I had a clothing brand as well where I was um, making, like, uh, dope clothing. And I had a web series for it, right? And so that's where I learned consistency in filmmaking. So making literally every single week, I was making episodes for that web series that was supposed to lead to traction to the website to sell the merch and the clothes. And um, after 23 episodes, I cut it. And um, from there, people seen the work, seen the snippets that I was putting out. A friend of my brothers and mine uh, hit me up and he's like, yo, like, can you do a snippet for my video? And I was like, for my music video, I was like, yeah, bro. And I'm like, well, I guess I need a production company name. And then <coughs> Excuse me. Vero Media was born from there. And um yeah, and from there I just kept snowballing, doing different uh, videos for different people and kind of grown to where we are today, man. That's that's kind of a bit of a life background story. Bro, you're on Versatile Vigilante. That's a very versatile story that you just told, man. Yeah. Like storyboards, cameras, music, clothing, yeah. websites. Yeah, man. That's I, amazing, I, bro. I'm one of those people where it's – it's hard to pinpoint what you're good at. Right? right. I'm good at a lot of different things in the creative realm. And so I never limited myself. I always tried different things. Um, and if I did, 
I put a lot of, like I said, I'm a head down type of guy. I put in work. So when I did release stuff to the public, it was really good. And so people took to that. Right. right. So when it came to the clothing, like the first drop we did was for Starter Pack, which was my, my, my artist name. Starter Pack? Starter Pack. Okay. It was my artist name. It was merch for that, for, for like Starter Pack. But I'm like, well, I don't really want it to be attached <laughs> to Starter Pack. Let me make Vero Apparel, which is like the apparel company that can put out Starter Pack merch, but also just put out regular clothing for people to consume. Right. And so that's what we did, right? And um, uh, I realized that although I love getting fly and looking drip and all that kind of stuff, it's like, yo, I think I have a bigger purpose than just creating clothes for people. Like, I can still do it for fun, but... And that's kind of where I continue to pick up on video and, and, and grow in that space. But going back to Vero Apparel, which is kind of the first Vero brand, right? Right. Um, what really kind of sparked things was doing that, that web series called V-Tips. It was fashion tips um, that people can kind of get drippy and, and figure out ways to, to, to put their style together. And I would do that every single week. Once a week, would drop an episode. It's still up today on the account. Um, and that's where I learned lighting. That's where I learned composition. That's where I learned um, different things along those lines outside of what I learned in high school. Right. Because right. now I'm like, at that point, I'm like like a grown man at that point. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like a lot has already, there's been a lot of years removed from, from actually like filming often. Right. Um, but I feel like that spark came back after COVID hit and after I realized and got time to reflect that how do you serve others, right? When it comes down to music, I find it's very self-serving. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But I felt like how can I help others grow as a person or as a business, as an individual? And so that's kind of where the filmmaking, like the passion sparked again and continued to where it is today. I know it's a roundabout kind of no, I love idea that, of the man. story, but there's a lot of a lot of facets and, and yeah. creative endeavors that I've been in a part or part of. No, I love that, bro. I love I love the story you told. Even like a part that I really want to pick on. I really like that you said you were inspired by YouTube because I think we're part of that generation that did grow up with the internet, but it wasn't as serious as it is today. Yeah. Like early YouTube, bro, was just crazy like Bro. pure creativity with yeah. very little like budget typically um like all those little viral videos from back in the day it was all diy yeah. youtube now there's billions of dollars in it when it started it wasn't like that bro so i love that you brought that up because that's a different time it was it was a different time and that's what was so inspiring is yeah. that, like creators like nigahiga specifically because he did like how to be how to be emo, how to be gangster, how to be ninja. How to be ninja those. was the first one, right? Yeah, Yo, like you that. just unlocked something. I haven't yeah. thought of those videos in years, man. Yeah, bro. That's like, crazy. That was huge for me because I'm like, yo, they're doing all these sick, like, with the ninja one specifically, they're doing all these, like, rehearsed, like, fight scenes and all that stuff, and it was funny. Yeah. And I'm like, these are two guys that are not much older than me that, like, literally just got whatever they have in their house to create this this video. And that inspired me. And so I wanted to, I've always wanted to do that. And so... Um, like I said, saved up for that camera, made that happen. And then now it's it's a different thing where it's more so working with companies to help them grow. It's not about me anymore. It's about who we're serving, right? And right. so um, you'll see a lot of different changes when it comes down to Vero Media in terms of who we serve, how we serve. Um, but 
things that people don't see is we help on the strategy side of things. We do consult with different companies and stuff like that on how they can use content to help grow. We do tell their stories through mini documentaries and stuff like that, commercials. And so there's a lot um, from those days back then that I took that I applied to now and bringing it back to YouTube as well. Um, bro, that's how I learned, really learned filmmaking, like like the professional side of filmmaking. So hobbyist YouTube was like when I was younger, right? right? Like just like just doing skits. But, you know, YouTube now, the billion dollar machine actually helped me it's basically when people ask like oh do you go to school for this i'm like yeah i went to youtube university that's where i went right like that's why i learned kind of what i do today from the lighting storytelling composition um all these things it's it's from youtube yeah absolutely bro it's given us those no like there's no excuse anymore like if there's something you want to learn especially in the art world like there's someone that's done it that you could learn from and it's free yeah. You know? That's the beautiful thing about YouTube, man. Like, honestly, there's nothing bad you can say about it. It's like anything you want to do in this world nowadays, um, you can figure out how to do it online through YouTube, through Skillshare, different different platforms. But the resources are there. So now it comes down to us as individuals to put our heads down and, and make it happen. How motivated are we to do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but there's no longer the excuse of, like, oh, like, I can't afford to go to school to do it, or, like, you know, other than potentially maybe, like, your parents being, like, I don't support it or whatever, like, you can basically do whatever you want in this world, and that's a beautiful thing, right? Because, like, to know completely almost nothing about, like, professional filmmaking, to be on big sets and and, and doing docuseries and things like that that we are today, you know, in in a span of a couple years, um, learning all that stuff online is kind of... um, it's a beautiful thing, you know? 100%, yeah. bro. And I really like what you said. I want to dig a little deeper into this, too. When you said the music was kind of just, like, self-serving, the videos, there's, a I like, more community base, more offering. Was it, was the appeal of working with more people really what kind of led you into, further into this path? Yeah, you could definitely say that. Um, interestingly enough, when I really started trying to be like, okay, I want clients in, in filmmaking yeah. or, or video... I wasn't working with people. I was shooting product videos in my garage. Okay. So I'd like set up a set and like get like buy some like off brand cans or new drink companies coming out and just make commercials in my garage. And um, as I continued in that, I realized that that connection is what I was yearning for. And so then I started doing films on people, documentaries on people and fashion brands and stuff like that. But it did really start off in my garage, just like on some yo, this is like, this is what's accessible. I have the gear to do it, so I'm just going to do it. And um, But definitely, bringing it back to music, I feel like as an artist, like like a, I guess specifically, let's say a hip-hop artist that I was, it's all about you, right? Yep. It's all about you. It's about, okay, like like they're shooting this video for you, the studio time's based on you and your song, your, your release, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like, the type of person that I am, I'm always about others, right? Like, right. how can I bring all of my friends up? So, like, even today, like, I hire all my friends. Like, on our shoots, all my friends are there, right? So, it's like, I was never a person where it was all about me, but you almost have to portray that. Um, and it felt, as I grew older, the lifestyle, the things I was rapping about, it no longer um, 
it no longer was who I was, really. As you grow older, you evolve, you change. And yeah, I wasn't doing partying anymore. I wasn't chilling out late. I wasn't doing this and that. And so how could I still be rapping about that? And funny enough, when I speak to people about this, they're like, well, you know, you can just change the music subject, the subject matter. And I'm like, I definitely can. But that's why I took a step back from releasing anything because it's like, I still need to grow as a person and as an individual before I start releasing again. So eventually, yeah, I'll start releasing again. But right now, the main focus is growing this company because the bigger vision is to teach others how they can do the same, right? And so, um, yeah, Vero Media is where we're at with it. Shout out Vero Media, man. That's a very admirable thing because I think when you make the decision of I want to, you know, not necessarily put people on, but develop a community, develop a a bit more of a team, Mm. you are putting yourself to the back a little bit. And it takes it takes balls to do that, man, because the attention's not going to be on you all the time. And you got to deal with that. And I I think that's for the greater good, too. Yeah, honestly, we can't all be the star, you know what I mean? And we don't all have to be the superstar. There's so many key players in every industry that play the behind the scenes role that make the biggest plays, right? And and if you want to talk monetary, make the most money and all that kind of stuff, right? And so for me personally, it's like as, you, as I grew and got older and started being more introspective and just kind of knowing myself a lot more, I realized, yeah, I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't like taking photos. I don't want to be like, which is ironic because I'm behind a camera all the right. time, right? But like, I just I just want to be on in a chill position. I don't want to have to worry about being stopped if I if I blow up or whatever. You know what I mean? It's yep. like so I'm like, nah, like my first love was filmmaking, right? And so let me go back to my roots and just grow that. Yeah. Super relatable, bro. I think about that with myself too, where I often think we're kind of told that bigger is always better. We're kind of told that, you know, you gotta be at everything, everywhere and yeah. Nah, man, you're a person first. Like you said, you want to grow as a person. Right. You're not a you're not a product. You know. Definitely not. And there's nothing wrong in life with pivoting, bro. Yes. Like you don't always have to stay the same course because you said it when you're five years old or when you're twelve years old or or twenty five or whatever. Like you can change and evolve, and that's just a part of growth, right? That's a part of life. Everything grows and evolves, and so. Um, for me personally, like I said, COVID was a big turning point where I just realized like, okay, like, I think I want to do something a little different. You know what I mean? I've changed as a person. And um, so the work started to reflect that, leaned heavier into growing the company and and building that and creating opportunities for others, whether it's the brands that we're working with or my team, right? The people that I work with um, on set and stuff like that. So now I'm really proud of where we are. We're in a position where... um, People are happy to be a part of, you know, the, the different sets that we're on, the the brands that we're working on. People, you know, like crew members tell me like, man, like this is like amazing. I couldn't have thought of myself in this position, you know. And so that 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 kind of touches my heart because it was always about community. It was always about growth and um, and putting my friends on and shit like that. You know, can we can we swear on this? Oh, I please uh, swear right. as much as you like, bro. Yeah uncensored unfiltered yeah, bro right. uh no you're you're absolutely right man and it's funny because i met you kind of at that roseland event shout out roseland shout that out was roseland, a very man. dope uh, like community event and yeah. just in that one space there was people from all different backgrounds in the city doing their thing fashion music videos everything and you know that's inspiring bro because we see a lot of uh bullshit 
for yeah. lack of a better yeah. term, like breaking yeah. each other down and yeah. bullshit again. Heck yeah, yeah. Something like Vero Media, something like Roseland, like these are great resources for the city to have to show. No, there's people that really just want to do cool shit and have fun with each other, you know? Yeah. Uh, very, very important. I want to say big shout out to Roseland there. Like, shout out Roseland, man. Media, man. So that that's like their family, you know what I mean? And uh, we came together with that same shared vision of just like putting putting out something that the community can interact with and um, and grow and grow together, right? There's a lot of, um, in, in, the, in our city specifically, or the GTA, whatever you want to call it, like yeah. there's a lot of like gatekeeping and there's a lot of like people, like egos and stuff like yes. that. Um, and we want to kind of tear those barriers down. Like they're like, we can all eat, you know, the way, the reason why I love filmmaking as well is there isn't that, or I haven't experienced that myself. Um, you know, people share tips all the time with me. I share tips all the time with them. If I have a gig that I feel like can't, doesn't quite fit, I'm happy to hand it off to the next cinematographer or anything like that, because you know, you don't know what that's going to do for them. And if it's not necessarily in your realm, why not give somebody else the opportunity if that's what they're good at? You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. And yeah. So with, with the creative meet and greet with, uh, with partnered with Roseland, we just wanted to bring a bunch of creatives in the same place or same space and have them interact with, with each other. If you look at a lot of the sort of creative mediums, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of meshing, right? Right. So, you know, music artists need video production companies, right? Uh, they also need fashion, right? Um, they could potentially need art. All of these things kind of culminate and come together. And yeah. so um, that's what we wanted to do is bring all these people together to network with each other, meet new people from different walks of life that you could potentially collaborate with in the future. And um, we did three volumes so far and we're still continuing. Um, and we're just proud of where we've where we started which you came out to the first one so you're a real one for that oh gee shit shout out vince from versatile man he Let's pulled up and um and yeah it's, it's something that we want to continue doing just to show people that yeah we can all come together no matter what walk of life or what medium creatively you're from um and we can all build stuff together Honestly, bro, like that, those types of nights inspire me because I've always felt there's not, there's no lack of talent in Toronto. Yeah. It's just, we gotta like come a little closer and be willing to fucking put some of that ego to the side yeah. and understand it might not have to happen tomorrow, but if we build this network, yeah. yo, we could be sustainable forever, man. Exactly. That's the thing. And you hear like artists talk about it all the time, the difference between you know, Toronto and the States, right? It's like Especially it's Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, come on. Yeah. We can be in Atlanta. We can be. And even, I'd even say New York. Like when I went out there at this point, when I was making music, I went out there to shoot a, we, we went out there to perform. Um, and we shot a music video like in Times Square. And Dope. the amount of people that came out to us, like, yo, like, you, like what? You guys rappers, like what's going on? It was like, yo, we've never got that here. Nah, you know what I mean? Like nah. never. Right. And so it's like, obviously you don't let that kind of stuff get to your head, but it, it's, it feels good that people support and wanted to follow you on the gram and see what's up. People are showing so much love out in New York, right? And I feel like if we could have some of that here, which we're we're starting to grow yes. as a as a creative community, we're, we are growing. And yep. there's there's different there's different you know organizations that are doing things to bring people together. But like I said, we got to stop the gatekeeping, man. We got to stop having a scarce 
mentality or mindset that like oh if i show this person this tip or this trick that oh i'm like i don't know i'm gonna lose all my sauce or i'll never yeah. get this client it's like bro if you're good enough you can do it over and over again you can create new stuff and you can you know what i mean it, it doesn't hurt you it helps the other person you know what i mean if we can Absolutely. all be great we can create a mega city like in atlanta or uh or new york right here in toronto and so yeah i completely agree bro it's it's funny because i've said this on the podcast before toronto's ha- had a like a little brother complex forever Word. like even with like a sports team you'll think oh they'll never sign here yeah or like oh they're gonna want to trade and it's like bro you can't think like that all the time you can't just think oh there's only one spot to have no we got to think bigger man because yeah Yo, New York's a fucking huge place, man. There's people doing their thing all over that damn city. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's always room for one more. There always and is. here, too. And you know what? If you let people in, you get new perspectives on things, right? So um, if you think about, like, filmmaking, there's, like, I come from a different background that somebody else might come yep. from, and they have different perspective. I learned everything I know in filmmaking and my inspiration from YouTube, right? So I don't look up to, like, Hollywood directors okay. and stuff like that, like... I really don't even know about them, to be honest. I watch movies because I enjoy them. I don't go look in the credits for like, yo, who's this guy? Who shot this? Don't really care. You know what I mean? I just, I like the art. But in terms of my technical aspect and looking up to different DPs and stuff like that, that's all online, like YouTube. You know what I mean? That's where I learned everything. So those are my favorite like creators and cinematographers and DPs. It's on YouTube. And if somebody comes from a different walk of life, they can now kind of impact the game in a different way because they may see something completely different than you've ever thought you would ever see it you know what i mean absolutely so we have to keep the doors open for the next guy that's coming up for the next youth that's coming up because their ideas also matter and their ideas can change the landscape of everything you know exactly and so realistically like my goal when i'm all said and done with like vero media it's a sustainable company is to take a step back from being on set have that do its thing and run but I really want to start up um, a creative space for for youth ages uh, 12 to 24 to learn the fundamentals of filmmaking, business, fashion, uh, music, and utilize those skills to create opportunities for themselves. I feel like it's very easy in the city for us to be, um, to, to, to re- like you see it in the youth sometimes. It's cooler to be a gangster or cooler to be the bad shit gets the yeah, focus. it gets the focus yeah. and i understand sir like people come from circumstances that yeah. like they don't have a choice but there are kids that i know that chose to take a certain lifestyle you know what i mean scary to admit that but it it's is true. and it's got to stop you know what i mean we don't want to perpetuate that like the people that are in that situation i'm sure are working to try and get out of that situation yeah why would you want to go in you know what i mean and so if I can show youth that, yo, it's also cool to be like a business owner or to to be the cinematographer kid that geeks out over cameras or to, to maybe not be the artist, like the rapper, but be the manager or be the agent that yeah. can help him get um, get the other guy lit. Like there's nothing wrong with that, right? And so we don't always have to be the rapper or the ball player or the hood, hood guy. We can be like other things outside of that in even in a creative space or or you can be a plumber if you want like exactly the world still needs that stuff Facts, too right bro. like and so just yeah i want that creative space to show like eventually create that creative space for the youth to see like yeah there's more ways that you can grow in life and evolve and, and impact and not only have to take the traditional route of like getting on you know what i mean yeah, yeah absolutely right you're thinking bigger man thinking long term yeah. like with the, the the especially the music 
I feel kind of like a hypocrite because I like some of that gangbang music. I like we some of that, you know. <laughs> but then it's like, bro, if you're potentially risking your life over this type of music, yeah. you know, what's the point of this? Like, what's the end game here? Whereas you can do something safer. Mm-hmm. You can do something where you can grow at it. Yeah have more success make more money like i just think the focus is way too short-sighted right now it's kind of scary yeah i think this the secret to like longevity and and any business or venture that you do is is having that farsight vision yeah looking a year three years five years ten years in advance and like where do you want what do you want that to look like i feel like nowadays youth don't even think about that they no. just think of, they barely think about tomorrow. It's just the now. And that's scary because making decisions of the now and not thinking about what how that's going to affect your future, like, it can really create some rash decisions that may have some implications that you may not be able to come back from. And that's the scary part. Um, but I think, you know, if people are able to see people that look like them, talk like them, come from where they come from, whatever, that are doing other things, I feel like that can also helping it have an impact on say youth specifically and change their trajectory so like yeah that's that's a dream of mine is to one day create that space for you to come in and and learn and learn a different way of doing things and so yeah it's a part of the reason why i'm motivated to go so hard in what i do and and learn as much as i can so i can you know pass that on to to the next generation when the time comes man and and i do so now in terms of wherever i can um like I, i taught at i taught Actually, director CJ Mayers and I. Oh, yeah. CJ, man. Shout out, man. CJ. Shout out CJ. Love that and guy. We'll get to him in a sec because we got some stuff Down. in the works um, coming up. But um, me and CJ actually went to school together. No we to, way. Yeah, we were in the same film That's class. That's a talented film class, man. Bro, you won't believe who came out there. I know I'm, I'm, I'm digressing, but like, so four of y'all came out of there, right? Okay. Four YE. Um, CJ, myself, Tory Lanes, like a, a lot of shit. people came out of, of Fletcher's, bro. So, so shout out Fletcher's. Uh, Fletcher's that, that's yeah, a famous, yeah. that's a famous place yeah, for yeah. sure. So shout out Fletcher's in their film program because that's where I met. That's where I, I had my my true love for film. Right, where I developed it. That's where I met CJ, and um, he CJ put me on an opportunity to uh, with uh, Gallery Two Two Six. It was called Lead to Change. Um, Shout out to Gallery 226, yeah, right down out. the street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so they had a thing called Lead to Change. And yeah, we, we got to, to lead the film program. And so it was the first time I actually got to teach. Um, it was a class of five students. But regardless, uh, we had to create the lessons plans. And at the end, the students were able to create films. And the dope thing is, is that, you know, um, you know, one of the students went off to Paris for film school. And I, it was cool because I got to hire him to come on and do one of a set with us, one of the, our biggest sets before he left to go to Paris for film school. Another student is actually going to be coming on set with us to shoot BTS um, awesome. on the film that CJ and I are, are developing. So it's uh, it's really cool to see how what you've done, the time you took out of your day impacted. Yes the next generation of, of filmmakers or creatives, right? Exactly, so, bro. And you know yeah. what's sick? Like, you didn't see it immediately. It's not like when you show someone something or you help with something, you don't get immediate gratification yeah. from it. You just have to trust that, you know, you're doing good shit. And then, thankfully, sometimes a situation like that comes up where it's like, holy fuck, man. Yeah. really did make an impact. Honestly, Beautiful to see. you don't know what you're in it. And that's the thing, too, with growing anything. It's hard to see it because you don't, because you're in it, right? You're, exactly. you're just doing it. You're doing. You're the watering thing. the the, you're watering the plant the all day. The exactly. seeds are being watered, bro. Exactly, but you, it's it's always important to kind of take note of 
what you've done, where you've come from, and how you've grown. And and I, I feel like personally, I didn't take note of how I impacted those students until they told me. Yep. They're like, yo, man, like that was like real like we were really happy to be a part of that. And I was like, damn, like that that's inspiring for me just just to to know that we've impacted people like that, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's hard to, while you're in it, to see yeah. what you're doing and the impact you're having. But I'm always reminded when I go back and look at previous work or when people tell me, yo, you're really doing it, man. It's like, yeah, it's, it's good to just take a breath and, and realize, you know? You're absolutely right, bro. It's like a balance of, because we talked about like always working, always working. And I feel that way too. But I also definitely feel that it's very important to take that, step back and appreciate what you've what you've done man like you're never where you want to be i think that's human nature but you can't you can't ignore the work you put in bro you can't bro it's so important and one thing i do to to kind of keep an like i guess keep uh, my vision aligned with where i want to go is i as i read a vision map i try to read that every morning you know what i mean um and it just outlines everything that i want in the future in terms of what i'm trying to build and grow so that i i'm always aware of why i'm making the decisions i'm making if somebody asks me to go out and i can't do it because i'm working there's a reason why right there's a bigger purpose and so I, I would employ anybody to do that. It doesn't have to be a full-on document. It could just be a couple of notes on a pad, like what you're working towards. I think it's super important to know what you're working towards because that's going to be the stepping stones, the groundwork to getting to where you want to be. And so, completely yeah. agree, man. Yeah. I completely agree. Journaling, all that type of shit. Yeah, some people helpful. may think it's corny, but bro, like I feel it like helps, man. It, it does, man. I have like probably like six, like eight notebooks bro like the, as soon as i fill it up i'm on to the next Facts. you know what i mean and it's like bad notebooks right let's there. go you know <laughs> and it's so important yeah. because yo here's the thing like you'll get a vision that's so powerful and you don't write it down you might forget it in, yep. in 10 minutes you might forget it by the next day or whatever and it's like you write it down at least it's somewhere concrete you know what i mean and i and i employ people to write it down and not type it out well, you can but write it down because it, like that commitment of actually penning it yeah. down it's it's, it's there real. it lives there it's real it's not going to get wiped out by anything yeah. it's always there as long as it, it you have that book or that piece of paper and i think it's so big just looking at it and and for me personally looking back on old notes from when i was in university and not wanting to be there what i was thinking what the mind state was like and you could see it but then you can also see like remnants or trails of what I was planning to do now, right? So if I go back to like 2018 notebooks and stuff like that, you'll see, oh, like production company one day. Bro, like, but at the time I was making music. You know what I mean? Yep. It's it just, I just knew. I was just like, okay, like one day I'm going to come back to film and this is boom, production company. But when I said yes to doing my friend, my brother's friend's video, I wasn't thinking production company at the time. I was still making music and doing fashion. You know what I mean? It was just like, like film was something that was always with me, but it wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to just build a production yeah. company. But I'm like, well, I guess this is go time. You know what I mean? Here we Absolutely, go. Boom. Bro. Viral media. Yeah. So it's good to write things down. It, it's almost like, I, for me, I, I guess you can say I believe in manifestation, but to a certain extent, I feel like I believe in putting it down because it's there, but I feel like you also have to work towards it. Like it's not just write it down and it's just going to magically appear to you doesn't work like that exactly but, so if, if you consider that manifesting or just working towards your goal whatever you consider that i believe in that and i think people it's good for people to do it 
I completely agree with you, bro. I, I, I really relate to what you said right there because you know what? It's like it's show it when especially with the writing, you kinda see like, oh, I like I knew kinda what I was trying to do. It's just yeah. maybe didn't know how to get there yet. And then over time you build, you build, you build. Yeah. You look back on it like fuck, man, like it works. Exactly. You know, it actually and, works. And that's the whole point of like say journaling, notebooking, whatever you want to call it, is like you put it there, you put the big vision there. Because sometimes we're even afraid of our big vision. We're afraid to even say it because we're like, oh, how are we going to even make that happen? It's like, nah, put it out there, right? And then work it back. I'm a big believer in that for anything I do is like put the thing there, then figure out how you're going to work it back from where you are now. Yep. These are the steps. Because like, if it's like, yo, I just want to make a million dollars, it's like, okay, like everyone wants to make a million dollars. Like, that'd be nice, sure. But it's like, okay, if you put a concrete number of what you want to make, how much are you making now? Okay, like what kind of things can you do? You can put a plan together, man. You can put a plan together. And that's so important, Yeah, I think, for anything. And that mentality also helps me when I'm creating concepts for, for commercials or documentaries and things like that. I do something that I call like a what-if statement. And okay. I put what if and dot, dot, dot. The video has, boom, strobe lights. The video has projector the video is shot on a boat the video is in a different country and i just list off all these things and then i start storyboarding from that and trying to put those in the storyboard and i try not to limit myself at that point because i'm like okay if i put it there somewhere in my mind in my subconscious i'm thinking of i like i know i can get it somehow right I just have to now work it back. How can I work it back and figure out how to get that? And so that's how I like formulate all of my ideas for my films and like productions and stuff like that is like, this is the big idea, the yeah. what if, there's this, 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 and this, and then it's okay, like I put it in my storyboard and then work it back. And now I can make that thing happen. You're absolutely right, bro. I really like how you describe that because you have to put the work in anyway. Like the steps can never be skipped yeah. when you put it down on paper you at least can see it you know it's huge it's fucking huge i think it's a loophole bro yeah i was uh my buddy we had like a little bachelor party in the summertime at a cottage and i'm like it just hit me like i gotta go i I just needed to go write shit down and a couple of the homies were like yo that actually helps yeah i'm like it fucking does bro and i could see they were like okay you know, you wouldn't. It's think, real shit. Yeah, you wouldn't think, but it, it's worth a try. You know yeah, what I mean? man. Um, it's worth a shot if you haven't. If anyone out there hasn't done it, try it, man. Put put a, put something in a journal or in a piece of paper, and try and work towards it. And you'll you'll be surprised what you can do in a year's time of just straight working on your passion. And that's what I find is a beautiful thing about growth. Yo, Nate speaks my language, bro. <laughs> Fucking love it, man. I love this type of shit. I love it, man. And yo, you're working with CJ now. Give us a little bit. You don't have to go deep into the the plot of the film or anything yeah. like that. But kind of how that come together. I know you've known each other for a minute. Yeah. How'd you lock in to do this project? Yeah. So let's take it back to high school. So CJ was one of the homies. He's a year younger than I am. Okay. But the film course was merged in high school. And so we were in the same class and we got to chopping it up. And at that time he was writing, he was writing a book. Um, and he showed me this website. I still don't even know what the website is called, <laughs> but he showed me a website where his book was on there and you can actually like read it. I was like, yo, this is sick. Like, and so we, we got cool since then. Um, and then after I uh, graduated, went to uni, like I, I moved to Toronto for, for the most part. I was there for five years. Yeah. So I wasn't in contact. But as when we 
there was an, an an event that happened to CJ, kind of unfortunate with with the situation. I don't know if he talked he about did, it. He did, he did, he yeah. did, yeah. So we don't really need to get into that. Yeah. But an unfortunate event that happened, and I reached out to him, and and then we kind of just got cool since then. And then when he seen I started, I was filming. He asked me to shoot some BTS on one of the films he was working on then, um, called Three Two One. Yeah. So I did the BTS for Three Two One, loved it, and um, he then hired. He then brought me out to do another BTS of a documentary he was doing. Um, called Knowledge is Power that talked about injustice in the Peel's district school board system and right. stuff like that. Shot some BTS for that. And then um, from there, he's like, bro, I want you to shoot my next film, right? And so uh, he had the idea for his film. Um, that one was called uh, If Only. Um, and so he he did that, and I, I got to DP it, which it was, it was my first time DPing a film for somebody else, right? I've done my own short film, but... It was the first time doing it for somebody else, and he, because of him, I got that opportunity, and it was huge, right? And I learned a lot. And so now um, he's working on a new film called Loophole. Um, and you, I don't know if you've seen it online, but he's working on this yeah, new film. excited for and that. It's going to be dope. It's a short film. It's going to be his longest piece. It's going to be my longest piece that I'm DPing. Um, and so it's, I'm really excited, you know what I mean? Um, CJ is one of those visionaries that, like, his, his vision is so fast and he's yeah. so passionate about the creation about the word about culture and things like that and he finds a way to incorporate it in his films and i'm just i'm happy to know him he's a good friend of mine and um he trusts our work and 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 the level of production and so yeah i'm excited to be doing that we're actually going to be starting filming um two weeks two weeks from now oh i'm yeah. excited man so right now it's a lot of work going into a lot of meetings that we be having and stuff like that i'm actually linking him tomorrow to go to some location scouting and stuff Dope. like that yeah. yo you got to bring his water bottle back it's been in here for like six oh, months actually? bro yeah oh yeah i got you there I got we you. go <laughs> i love that no way <laughs> yes 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 yeah. that's fucking hilarious so, I, I love that you're working together man yeah that's so cool you know what i found like in in kind of like this now new like adolescent stage of like getting older it's like it's so important to connect with people that are you know they can have opposing views but like like-minded and are working towards something yes right i feel like when you're younger and you're like in high school and whatnot you're just chilling with whoever it's just because like you know what i mean it's like you're not as like on top of things and as focused as you are when you get older and it's like you're trying to build a future at this point yep. you know what i mean and so cj is one of those sort of like like-minded individuals you are one of those like-minded individuals where it's like yeah i don't mind linking because it's like I know there's value exchange in any time we speak, right? Gotta be productive, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to just sit around and fucking do nothing, man. Facts, facts. We can have a great conversation where maybe we didn't, like, create something, yeah. but, you know, that could really help. Yeah, like, I have, I have homies, like, like the dudes that I used to be making music with, um, they're still good friends of mine. Um, you know, sometimes we do link, and, and before we used to be linking doing bullshit, right? Yeah. Like, now we link, it's like, yo, we might just chill and just have a conversation over a beer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, real shit. You know what shit. I mean? Like, on some just, just, because that's where we are right now. It's like, it doesn't always have to be going out and partying and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that if people are doing it. It's cool, right? But the position I am in life right now, it's like, I can't afford to be hung over the next day. Facts. And forgetting what I got on my on my schedule and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Facts. So it's like, I gotta be, I gotta pick and choose when I decide to celebrate and when I decide to just kick back and, and relax and so yeah you're absolutely yeah. right bro that's part of growing up man i yeah. think that leads to what we were saying at the beginning like 
for you skipping out on partying is not a loss. Like nah, it's yeah. it's to do something I like better. Yeah, exactly. I, I never feel bad about no. it. No, I can't because it's like I'm, I'm building something. I'd rather here. do it's this. Like, yeah, if somebody's offended by that, then I mean, I guess they just don't support what I'm trying to do, and that's fine. That's it, man. To, yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. a great way to look at it too. Yeah. Not a, you're not here to agree with everyone. Not no. everyone has to agree with you. I know exactly. You the other thing, thing too is like, don't get me wrong. Like I also believe in like. It's like self-care, like taking time to yourself to, and, and, and the people you love, being around them and just like, um, you know, it, like life isn't only about the, the destination that you're working towards. Like, although I'm, yeah, head down guy, I do know when to say, you know what, like, let me just chill. You know, yep. today I'm just doing nothing. And when I say doing nothing, I might just watch movies all day or I might just um, I might just go out and hike or something like that. Or it's like today I'm just chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with that. I think that helps reset your mind. It helps with your balance, all these kinds of things. Um, but when it's goal mode, it's goal mode. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Absolutely right, bro. <laughs> Smiley has a song that came out recently where he's like, she want to celebrate. But right now I'm not celebrating. Jeez. And I'm like... <laughs> Yo, that's how it is sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes you're in a work mode. Sometimes you're in a party mode. Sometimes you're in a fucking lazy mode. Yeah. Like that's life, bro. We're not humans. That's that's one thing I think. Like yo, all these algorithms, all this other yeah. shit, these stats, all the cool, bro. We're human at the yeah, end of the day, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, not a fucking robot. Exactly. And I think it's it's best to not fault ourselves if we do slip up. Like let's say, exactly. let's say you're like, yeah, you know what? This weekend I'm just I'm on a bender or whatever. It's like whatever. All right, cool. But like, make sure you're just back to your stuff on a Monday. Exactly. Make sure as long as you can come back to it, to like what you're growing towards, and it's all good. Cause, yo, like. Honestly, we're only here for a finite amount of time, right? We don't know how long we're going to be here yep. for. So you got to enjoy life and what it offers. And so um, there's so many beautiful things if you just open your eyes and look. Conversations like these, the, the leaves falling. It sounds corny, but it's beautiful to yeah, see. Man. You know what I mean? And so there's there's more to life than just work. But um, at the same time, work is very important if you're trying to build a future. And so it's just finding the balance between those. Right, real shit. It is a balancing act, man. Yeah. No avoiding that. <sighs> Very real, bro. I uh, one of my favorite things that I saw in your IG. I had to creep before the interview. You know, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed your uh, like kind of tutorial videos. Like I even saw you had a Polaroid like ad. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking dope, bro. Yeah. And I, how, how did those come about? Like, I think that's just such a huge resource in itself for right. someone. What was kind of the inspiration to do something like that? Yeah. So specifically. It's funny you bring that up because that's something I'm trying to grow now is yeah. is, is the, the teaching aspect because I told you that's a goal I want to yeah. do when I'm said and done with being on set and, and running the business myself. It's um it's teaching. And so right now it's kind of the fundamentals of, of learning how to teach, which is it's a hard thing. You, you know, we don't consider it, but explaining things in a way that's simplified enough for people to understand depending on their knowledge prior, right? And so um, specifically with the Polaroid thing, that's a spec ad. And what a spec ad is, is is a project you decide to do yourself. So the company's not paying you, nothing like that. You take the product or the, the, the whatever, and you make your own commercial. You have your own creative freedom. And so I was in my room one day and I was, I was literally bored as hell. I'm just like, yo, like I have this Polaroid that my grandpa gave me, like, Screw it, let's just make a little film thing, a little commercial. So I literally took, I think you see it in the video. Like I took yeah. this little like pen yeah, screen yeah. thing, put I saw a, that. a board on it and, and just shined a light and, and, and edited it to make it look dope. And um, that was really cool because actually Polaroid got back to me. They're like, ah, sick video. Yeah. So that was dope. I was, I was, and that was early, like really early on when 
um, when I was doing product stuff. And so that was really cool to, to get that kind of look from them. But um, I think with the tutorials, I, I, you'll be seeing a lot more of those because it's important for me to kind of yeah. push out what I know, like just tell people what, I, what I've learned along the way. And it's also a great way for people to be a part of the journey, right? Like I don't know everything about filmmaking, I learned, I'm going to say it again, I learned everything on YouTube and practice. I didn't, I didn't mention the practice part, but YouTube and practice, yep. that's how I know what I know. That's the if you diet. like what you see out there, that's how, you, that's how I did it, right? Yep. It's YouTube and practice. So YouTube is the learning, right? And practice is the practice. You can call it your test or whatever. And those two things in tandem, if you find the right teachers and you actually put apply what you've learned, you'll be surprised on how much you can push your craft whether it's filmmaking whether it's music same thing with music right practice and learning like we should never stop learning as as individuals you know what i mean absolutely yeah so now it's 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 learning it's doing and it's teaching that's kind of where i'm at right now i love it man i think that's a great i i hope to see more of that i enjoy that content and also too i could see that you're experimenting with different like ways of filming in each tutorial too it's like a double like yeah i'm gonna put this knowledge out there i'm also gonna try some shit yeah i like that it really helped it like practice in filmmaking is huge and so that's my practice and i've done practice a lot more than people see online it's just that it's like sometimes it's like oh man i gotta set up the camera or i gotta get someone to film so it's like i'm always practicing behind the scenes but now it's like okay i'm making it a duty to be like all right like let me film it put it together for other people to see and understand how we do the things we do and how they can do it as well right and so right now i'm doing this thing called the one light challenge where um, i just released a video on it got another one coming where i'm making like looks film looks out of one light and that's the challenge is how creative can you get with the one light to be like okay like because not everyone is going to have a full set of lights. Like, now I built my, my the company up to where it's like we have a, a, a lot of equipment, right? right? But starting off, I literally had one light. It was a ring light. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, how creative can you get with the one light? And so that's why I'm doing the one light challenge. And um, hopefully one day uh, the, the company I'm doing it with uh, or doing it about, the, the, the brand that I'm using is called GVM. Um, Usually they're they're kind of like a, a like a cheap Amazon kind of thing, but they putting they've been putting out sort of like pro lights and stuff like that now, and I copped a light from them that is like mind blowing for the price and the output of what it can do six hundred watt light six six fifty watt light, and so it was dope because I I put that first video out the one light challenge using the GVM six fifty B, and they they actually commented on it which is dope to yeah. just think of the reach you can get with with different brands and stuff now so put it out there we're going to be partnering hopefully GBM, let's <laughs> get GBM. a deal bro let's get it bro let's you know what i mean um let's do some more one light challenges and and maybe they can sponsor the next film fuck yeah yeah fuck yeah, yeah man i love that and that's a great challenge make the most of your like i feel like when you can make the most out of having not much when you get more shit yeah. you can go crazy like you really yeah. know how to use the tools well that's that's why i was complimenting you on, on appreciate on the setup that and stuff bro like that that you got here is because it reminds me of like when i first started i told you i had the web series called yeah. v-tips um i was shooting on my iphone and a ring light and <laughs> on youtube i learned how to make a diy softbox with the ring light i put the ring light in a cake pan and i put like a, a bed what was it a, like a curtain on it mm-hmm. still have it 
and that was my softbox, bro, with an iPhone. And I just had some lights in in my room that are already there. Turn those on, and boom, like that was my set. And if you li- if you go on the if you go on the account and you go to the first video, you'll see how how like mid it looks. Yeah. But back then it was so huge because I I did the thing right. I wanted to make a web series about fashion tips to lead back to more traffic to the website, and that's what we did. And so um, you gotta start small. You gotta start somewhere, really. Um, if you want to be great at what you do, start with what you have. Especially in filmmaking, our phones are like the most powerful tool you could ever have. You're shooting this on your phone, which Real is amazing. Shit. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to have all the equipment. You don't have to have all the gear. And sometimes on YouTube, they'll lead you astray into thinking you need all that stuff. Yep. But bro, it's like your camera in your pocket is 4K. So go out and shoot some stuff. You know what I mean? And so um, that's how I started. That's how a lot of people I know started. Is and, and you can grow from that. It's learning the fundamentals first. And then you can kind of carry on from there absolutely right bro i I love to hear that 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 shit inspires me because i think the same way right i think the same way and you know what even if we go back to like those early youtube days i don't know if we watched the videos for the camera quality we didn't watch the videos for the you know the production value (laughs) watch it for that's what i'm saying bro and those were fire yeah yeah it was definitely not about production quality it was about the laugh for me personally it was about the laugh yeah i was like I was just, I was sitting there binging that stuff because it was so funny. You know what I mean? You had people also like, um, what were they called? Like BYOB. They would do like the rapper cartoon skits. They were oh, like yeah. the early creators of that stuff. There were so many people, even for uh, for l Entertainment. Like they were like, they were kind of like after the first wave, like the, the kind of like the mid wave, like the mid 2000s yeah. wave of it. I guess 2010s, 2012s kind of area. But still like they are pretty early creators on yep. YouTube as well. Um, you remember Tourette's guy? Tourette's guy was that the dude? Was that hold on? Was he would wear a neck brace and just okay. he didn't actually have Tourette's like today it would yeah. not fly yeah. but like in those days fucking he would just swear and have like these ridiculous Word. like statements fucking hilarious bro I remember him oh I, I I don't remember Tourette's guy but I do remember a dude um he used to drink like like a full bottle of alcohol he, oh man he had, I know like, exactly he, he had blue what you're eyes and he, everything was blue what I was his name exactly what you're talking that about. guy was wild he was fucking crazy yeah he was crazy shoe nice shoe nice yeah shoe nice fucking crazy crazy yeah ownage pranks yeah. was a huge ownage one i still i still watch him like i'd be like literally it's like 12 o'clock at night like yo i should be sleeping right now but i'm watching like ownage pranks just because like yo Hilarious. i grew up on that stuff it's funny you know what i mean um those guys like timothy de la ghetto yeah. like you know what i mean um there's a lot of like early early creators and it was just about the comedy it was just about the fun now it's like you said it's a big machine and there's sponsors and which isn't i guess you got to make your money how you make your yeah. money right it is what it is and it, it of course the production quality is a lot better than it was but back then it was a lot simpler simpler a lot more simplified it was just this is the thing i'm putting out and i'm not worrying about sponsors or views i'm just putting it out and that's what made it viral and yeah. that's what made it interesting too. i agree bro i think yeah. if we could take that well for me at least like the diy spirit yeah and then you level up with the production i think that's when you have something if you just yeah. rely on high quality shit yeah like we see it in like hollywood movies yeah. now like all these explosions and the it looks cool but there's no story there's no like story. there's no you know it's a big thing with like the led walls too now yeah like, like, that they're doing is yeah there's no story involved right it's just it's just about this it's not even the aesthetics. You're not shooting at the actual place, right? It's just like, just, I just have a big, 
vast big. screen. It's big, big yeah. It. And it's not about big. And really with Vero Media, like, it's built on that, that kind of like nimble DIY stuff because that's how I, how I built it. Yeah. So like, yeah, some stuff is not going to be like to standard of like how they would do it on a huge set. Or, But we get stuff done and we make it look great for the clients that we work with. And that's what's important. That is what's um, important. And the impact, right? Like the impact that it has on their business is, is really what I'm about. And so, uh, yeah, like that's how we do it is just is, is doing what we know and, and pushing the envelope that way. And that's how we grow a lot quicker than if we try to just jump in the deep end and swim. You know? Absolutely, yeah. bro. You're doing it your way. You're doing it at your pace. Heck yeah. Fucking love it. Is Vero, you have a team. Yeah. You want to shout out the team? Shout out the team, bro. So, we like the team is, uh, you want the names? Let's go. Let's go. Versatile Vigilante, bro. Let's show, show some love. Versatile Vigilante. <laughs> shout out my homie, Albie. You know, he's usually camera op on a lot of our projects. Shout out my homie, Logo. He's usually gaffing and he, he helps with like, helping me with ideas with directing and stuff like that Dope. shout out saida she's like she's creative director and bts and stuff like that um shout out who else do we got audio that's from roseland usually you know so so dizzy comes out for audio marv as well as my homie martian he does audio for us as well he's not a part of roseland but he also met does. him at the event heck yeah yeah he Good used guy. to make music together Dope. yeah so um so shout out martian um who else do we got boom boom i'm just trying to like tick off in my head um shout out chimmy which is my girl um she's the biggest supporter of vero and she was there on our first like probably like our first five shoots she was a part of dope she was literally like lifting gear and helping us set up and helping me plan on the back end so she's been a big supporter of the growth of vero and kind of where it is today and um it's funny enough we met in um we met in university and so it's like we have a similar mindset as you know when it comes to growth and, and, and developing a business and, and a company and that kind of thing and it's dope because we can bounce ideas off of each other and, and that's a big part of the growth of Vero so shout out to her too man she's a huge part of the team even though now she's like venturing off into real estate and, and growing in that Love space that. but um relationship goals heck yeah yeah fuck yeah, yeah build that huge. business you know what it's important to have somebody in your corner you know what i mean huge man yeah it helps with your confidence and your growth um especially if they wholeheartedly support what you do and and are willing to like like just do whatever they can to help help the the vision um and that that goes for everyone that's a part of the team you know what i mean like yeah. everyone has that sort of shared vision and want to grow as a filmmaker and then we're just facilitating that too and shout out the homie legend too man um he's an og to me bro he's a crochet artist and uh i don't know if you have met him at the at the event but he's been a big part of my life um met him in the later years about two years now but um he's he's been huge huge support huge help he's been the reason why i've met certain people to get certain connections to do certain projects as well as just the conversations we have are huge um, about life perspective and he's helped me grow as 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 an individual um, from his perspective so shout out to legend even though he's not he doesn't like come on the shoots but he's uh i'd say he's a big part of vero as well heavily affiliated heck yeah man heck yeah fuck yeah shout out legendettes i love that man shout out to the team man i I love i love showing love to the guys that are making it happen you know very very important shout out fly gem too oh shout out to homie terrence terrence that's the homie we're always calling him for drone work so you know what it is and that connection was put together by by vince and shout out my homie dante bro that's 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 my dude since uh 
since since we were this tall you know what i mean love that he's always showing love and supporting so and i know he would like to shout out so shout out my yeah, there we go that's my man. best friend right there so shout yeah. out dante man. man uh no that's fucking awesome man and with bureau we're approaching kind of the end of the year now yeah. what are the kind of what are year end plans new year plans yeah right now it's it's a super busy time so it's a lot of projects on the go so we just wrapped up advanced music canada which is uh like a black professional organization for uh, for artists, musicians, and, and that kind of stuff. Okay. So we did a eight eight episode docu series uh, with them, which was crazy. It was the biggest project we've done so far. Sick. And it's like three camera setup, crazy lighting, and it was huge. But um, we're in the process of wrapping that up, and then we did some stuff with we do some stuff with Milestones. We got some stuff with Quesada, Freshy, um, and then aside from like the brand stuff, the big name stuff, it's like I'm working on couple of things so the the short film with cj loophole i'm working on another doc on a personal trainer in toronto that has a beautiful story of resilience and growth um so we're going to be working on that end of november the homie albie also has a film short film that he's working on that he wants me to dp so we'll be doing that mid-november um and then closer to the end of the year going into the new year um my homie legend and i are planning a documentary on a um on a, uh, on a prominent sort of uh, fashion icon in, in the sort of hip-hop space and stuff like that. I don't want to give away too much, but um, that's going to be something we're going to be working on too and doing a documentary around that and hopefully, you know, uh, an event, let's just say. Fuck so, yeah. Um, yeah, um, there's a lot in the works. And I was talking to the homie Albie yesterday, actually, and he's like, yo, don't worry, like in the next few weeks you'll get a break. And I'm like, nah, like we're not taking a break. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, going, we're going, you know, pedal to the metal right now. This is the time where... Um, it's a growing phase. It's it's the phase where um, we're developing as a company. We're growing um, our vision and and really putting it out and connecting with the people that can help us make that happen. So it's a yeah, it's a pretty uh, it's a special time, and I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm yeah. excited for you, bro. I'm excited to be watching to see it. You yeah. know, uh, building on that fucking momentum that that you got going on. Yeah. Huge man. Very. You guys are an important resource, bro. Yeah, important for the so. city. Yeah, I definitely need you know more team like teams out there that just just take it away from yourself and focus on others for a bit. You can you can inspire a lot of change. Um, and so funny enough, I, I I didn't I don't know if I did mention this, but so Vero is going through some changes as well. Like um, if anyone has watched the sort of trajectory of Vero, you'll notice there's been different areas of focus. Right. Um, and really what that is is me trying to fi- figure out what my voice is when it comes to filmmaking, right? I can do the thing, right? I can create a story. I can put a doc together. I can put a commercial together. But what is our voice, right? Who do we want to speak to? Who do we want to service and help? And that's changed over the years. Um, but something, a vision, not a vision, um, I guess God spoke to me a few nights ago, really. And um, the words... Uh, yeah, let me just think about it. Yeah, yeah. Before Take I pull your it time, on, bro. I wanna, I wanna just word it correctly. But the words, um, servicing, you know, companies that aspire to impact change, that came to me, and I wrote it down. Um, the next morning, I got a call from from somebody that's looking to do something huge in that direction, and I was like, only God can put something like that together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The night before. I spoke that and wrote it in my phone because I was in my bed, like couldn't write it down on a paper. Um, but it, it, it seems like the projects that we're working on or 
pushing towards that direction you know working with companies and people that aspire to impact change and others so you're going down that direction man which yeah. means you're gonna attract people in that direction i think yeah yeah i, I definitely I think, think so. it makes sense bro but it took a while for me to kind of get to that you know what sure. i mean and, and kind of uh even put that into words like i said I've been trying to find my voice in filmmaking for a while and i think i found it and just think of where you'll fucking be next year yeah you know yeah two years five years yeah all part of that journey man it is it is and uh yeah dude like it's 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 exciting you know what i mean exciting man that it's super exciting to to think about where you can be what you can do and who you can impact along the way and so yeah it's all it's all you bro you go as far as you want to go yeah scary and it's exciting absolutely let me ask you though, like what? Yeah, man. What's your vision for versatile vigilante? I don't think I ever. Great to question, ask you that, bro. Great question. Honestly, kind of along the lines of you of like, I would like to build this as a resource for, for the city for sure. For yeah. like, oh, I already like what I'm doing, like having cool ass people come through and, yeah. you know, especially a lot of on the come up, you know, getting the chance to, say their piece. Yeah. Um, but I do want to dive a little bit deeper into kind of the film world in a way of exploring so a lot of the people that i've interviewed already they do such cool shit they're such cool people yeah. i don't want it to just be a one interview and then we never work together again so right. what i'm thinking about in the new year giving out a lot of spoilers but like a lot of some of the people that i've i've worked with already that i love what they do and do interesting shit maybe do a little more behind the scenes of their world you know maybe um kind of like kind of like a documentary style but i don't know if that's something you'd want to work on at some point i've got i've got ideas i won't give it away right now but i got it on my notes and shit but um working with good people is is a big thing for me staying away from bad shit you know trying to just positive you know be a good influence you know what hit me recently bro i want to do shit that like my parents would like to see sick you know i'd want to do shit that like upstanding citizens would yeah. respect but still cool still edgy yeah, you know yeah, we're yeah. gonna swear we're gonna talk our shit we're, we're still r-rated i'm i believe in r-rated yeah. but positive bro like help someone right you know so just keep still- pushing bro i might you know what you might not see interviews as consistently maybe but i i will be maybe yeah i haven't decided but i will be doing shit yeah like i will be pushing forward like i will be you know what i'm saying so i think it's a dope follow-up especially to different people you've interviewed yeah touch points to just get an idea of what their life is like outside of the conversation because there's so much that doesn't get to get said exactly doesn't get said right like that happens right seeing them in a studio setting seeing them doing whatever they do right i have fuck with good visuals you know like i just think there's visually so much cool like imagine like talk to a restaurant owner you're in the kitchen yeah yeah, yeah. you know you're in the fucking seating area like visually there's a lot to that that's dope you know what i'm saying so i if you're down to work on some shit we'll put something together yeah get more details for you but long story short bro just keep pushing man that's what's up positive shit People like yourself, CJ, Terrence, like these are good ass guys, yeah, you know. Man. And I, I don't want to be around. I don't want to be around ego. 
Right. You know, like it's a lot of <laughs> Facts, what I, it's, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know what I want. I also know what I don't want, I, which right. I, I think is important, you know. Heck yeah, um, man. I like that you mentioned the like the music world, like yeah. a lot of that, it just kind of turns me off a little bit. Like yeah. you're playing a character. Yeah. A lot of the time, I try not to be. I like characters when they're being themselves. Right. I don't right. want a fictional character. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and and that's 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 huge that you mentioned that. Um, like, it. Yeah. There's a lot of characters in the music industry, and and, it, and it's a part of feeling like that's what you have to do to get on. It's... And I feel like sometimes with music, it's like it's always a chase of getting on. Versus when you're just kind of doing your own thing, like whether it's growing your business or whatever, nothing against artists, but it's like, it's more of a for sure thing. Like if you're creating value for somebody else, like people are going to invest yeah. in that. If there is a issue that you're solving, people are going to pay for that and people are going to, you can grow in that space. And so with music specifically as an artist, it's tough because there's an abundance of music. There is, it isn't a need in the sense of like a business sense. There isn't a need where it's like, there's an a issue that you're solving. There's a lot of great music. Yeah. Right? There's no, there's no shortage of that. Um, or there's, so it's like, how do you get people to pay attention? So it's like, you have to become this character, which sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, if people were, could be a little more in tune with themselves, they realize that there's more that they can do outside of. hundred percent, bro. Right? To be yeah. honest, I, sorry to cut you off there. Sorry, I, bro. I honestly feel like it's starting in this world as yeah. well. Like yeah. a lot of the podcasts that I, everyone's got a podcast now, you know, and a lot of the ones I see, I'm like, I can't, like, this is not, yeah. like, yo, you're just reaching for clickbait. You're just reaching for drama. And, like, that is not what I'm trying to do. So that's kind of why I said maybe I take a step back from this type of format for yeah. a little while to go do some other shit. Right. You know, see what I can do. Challenge myself. Yeah. Like, a lot of it, too. Um I don't want to get too comfortable in one thing. True. You know, if I can do this, awesome. But I won't, I'm not done. There's more. There's, There's more, more to do, bro. I, more I, to fail at. Yeah. Heck you know? yeah. Fail forward, man. Fuck I, yeah. I think it was Pharrell that said it. Like, as creatives, we're not good at just one thing. Like, we're good at a lot of things, right? It's like you just, if you can tap into different things, um, you can utilize. There's, there's, um, there's like, skill sets that you take from one thing can be applied to others exactly right? and so that's even transferable really, skills that was the word i was looking for transferable skills that's exactly what it is is like you know if you're an artist you may be a great creative director or a visionary for something else or just if you're even a hustler like a trapper real shit you're an entrepreneur making bro. stuff like, happen you're like it's illegal but you're you're an entrepreneur like you you see a demand and you're creating the supply for the demand so why not do that in a legal sense? Yeah, something switch else. the product. Switch the product. You know what yeah. I mean? You already have the know-how, the understand, the business acumen. Switch the product, go legal, and now you can grow and scale as much as you want, right? And so, um, yeah, it's it's just important, bro. I think, it is. Yeah. I think it's just overcoming. Like, even for me, I know that, like, I'm going to fail at whatever that next step is. Yeah. But you keep going, you will succeed. Like, yeah. Like, you just, I think it's just being okay with failure and keep going yeah you know what i'm feel saying early if you can exactly feel early bro like exactly. like we're so caught up with like what the world will think it's like what's instagram gonna think or youtube it's like bro, fuck. who cares you don't have to post everything on instagram or youtube real shit fail and be quiet if you want or fail in public and see pe let people see your journey whatever that looks like but it's okay to fail because out of that comes growth it comes learning i never call a failure a failure right? like it's it or l and l sorry 
it's not a loss for me. It's a learning, you know, uh, it's a learning thing that happened. Yep. Like, what did I learn? A lesson. It's a lesson, right? It's not a loss. It's a lesson. And if we can take the time to, to just kind of look at our world like that and look at our processes like that, I feel like, yeah, we can grow a lot as people and as, as creatives and all these kinds of things. So it's, it's very important to fail forward fail early and and um and look at these losses as lessons and and what can you take from that to apply to the next experience completely agree bro completely agree well said man you're a well-spoken guy i really fucking enjoyed this conversation we're over an hour time flies when we're having fun bro i want to give you a chance anything you want to promote plug instagram fucking websites floor is yours damn um yeah shout out check out Vero Media, uh, our website, veromediasolutions.c.com. Um, uh, your IG? Check out Film and Nate. There we go. <laughs> Film and That's Nate. IG. And if you want to check us out on IG as well, it's Vero Media underscore. Um, we got a couple films, documentaries coming out. We like to tell people stories. And so, um, yeah, look out for those and connect with me if you want to learn more about filmmaking or that's something you're interested in because we're always looking to grow the team and kind of figure out kind of helping other people out and stuff like that so yeah man that's i never thought of what i'd plug but i guess that's perfect bro there yeah follow film and nate man shout out vero media yeah i'm excited to see what you got coming bro you always got something very very excited really appreciate your time it's an awesome conversation bro shout out nate shout out cj shout out everybody man man. Uh, versatile shout out the team versatile vigilante like comment subscribe let's fucking get it bro 2023 uh uh